I just want to really go over that word that she, um, Pastor Kim just spoke. Proverbs 24 and verses 3. It says, through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. Through wisdom is a house built, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Through wisdom, wisdom and understanding, everything, even this building that we're in, it took, no matter how excited someone was to build a building like this 100 years ago, I'm sure 100 years ago this, this building was some, something to talk about. Now we walk in and we go, we're not too impressed because we have seen way better than this, right? But it's still standing here after over 100 years. There's something that they understood about building that allowed them to construct a building that would still be here up to this time. And the same thing with the homes and the apartment buildings that we have. And then we come into the body of Christ. And somehow we think that we're going to have big ministries and big churches. And we really don't have no understanding on, it, on any wisdom. And God is actually, Jesus, you know, he, he, is, he is wisdom. And when you want to do something, when, when you want to allow yourself to be used by God, to accomplish something on the earth just because we don't know how to pray in tongues or memorize a few scriptures or go through the religious activities you know in this day and age let me tell you something man the devil will beat you up and then on top of that he will stomp on you after he's done beating you up because he's vicious where are those two books check my bag don't worry, they're in, my, they're in the little room there. We do things different here, guys. Yeah, wisdom. I, there are two books that I, I hope I brought them. I just wanted to recommend them to the people that are here that want to get beyond this level. Aren't you all guys just all committed to get to the next level? I am not, I am not exactly satisfied with this level of anointing. Hello? I am not satisfied with this level of anointing. I have a, I have a, I don't want to say I have a dream. That sounds too much like man. Huh! I have a, a, a desire. Hey! For such, so much God to come on me. Oh my father. If I tell you guys, then you're going to think I'm too ambitious, spiritually ambitious. But my dream is not for a church with 5,000 people, just so, or 10,000 people. I don't know if I would be motivated to come here if I was my, you know? That just don't turn me on. It doesn't move me. Huh! You know, so when the Lord wanted to get me to move, the Lord told me that many will come to the kingdom through your ministry. And I hope he'll tell you the same thing too. And I got very excited when he said many. Because if God used the word many, that's why, we're in the, we're, that's why we are in the business of discipleship. We're in the business of replicating ourselves. Because that is the route to many. The route to many is not to go put yourself on a podium and, and speak necessarily to 10,000. It's discipleship. And very few people in the body of Christ want to do that these days. Everybody wants the prophetic anointing and the healing anointing that they might turn up to a church and release it and then they go home and sleep and take the offering. But they don't want to get in the business of discipleship. 
of working with um, people daily and seeing them grow like Jesus did with those early ones that he chose. You know, there are, as we talk about, you know, asking God for revival here in the city of London and then being prepared to start the revival. I mean, think about if you want to build a multi-million dollar business in this day and age. It takes, a, it takes commitment. Those people who are CEOs and managers, they are working constantly. You can't just build it and then relax. We have to know what we're trying to accomplish and how we're trying to accomplish it. You know, the Lord, there's a few people that have been mentioning this particular book to me. It's called The Final Quest by Rick Joyner. A few people have been recommending these, this book. I actually heard about it a number of years ago, but I never bought it. But I went to the bookstore the other day and I found one copy. The minute, the minute I saw that one copy, I go, that, I, know, like, I know, Lord, you want me to, to buy that book. So I've been reading it. And, I, you know, the way that we, we preach the Word of God with such intensity, I would recommend that people buy the, and, and uh, really read this book because the Lord really showed this guy in a series of visions really the realm of the spirit that the church really in a general sense have no clue about none most christians that you meet and the intensity like how we preach and so forth like that they don't want to deal with it but if 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 you read this book and truly believe that these visions came from god you will have a different perspective when you see what the devil is doing to the people in church if i use words some of us would cough up our, our dinner right now. When we see how the devil is vomiting on Christians. Literally, in the realm of the spirit, vomiting substance. All of what we're suffering from is literally coughing up and puking on a large part of the body of Christ. Like in a real way. When, you, when, you're, when you're being afflicted by a spirit, you know. What is the true transaction behind it that allows you to, that to be happening in the natural? What is actually happening in the realm of the spirit? What's happening back there is dirty. And if the Lord show us, we're going to say, I don't want to eat that. I don't want spirits to be interacting with me like that. How do I come to safety? So I'm recommending this book here. If you go over that bookstore, just up the street there they will order it for you if they don't have copies they will order it for, for you or you can get it online if you want it quick amazon read this book guys you're gonna be shocked oh huh! the kingdom of darkness is organized and we really need our eyes to be open if we're gonna be, have any success in ministry we have to open our eyes by the grace of god to reality and although it is unpleasant, it's unpleasant, it is the truth. Do you know when the Lord gave this to him, and then he called me, most of his pastors, uh, um, friends, and ministers, you know what they told him? They told him, do not write this book. They said, you're, you're, you write this book and your ministry is dead. They, they, then he said to them, do you see anything wrong with it? from scripture and they go no and he said well I'm, I'm, I'm going to publish it then do you see how pathetic some of the ministers are that are out there and, it, and this book here if you take it to a large part of the body of Christ they would be in denial they don't want anything to do with it 
they just think that the, the kingdom of darkness, once we have the victory at the cross, it's done. We don't need to warfare. We don't need to walk into holiness and all that type of stuff. This is just a myth. And that's why even since 2,000 years ago, God is still trying to work with his body, to mature his body. Many things that he wants to show us, he has to hold back. At times, he has to literally delay because we're not prepared to hear, to hear. And many times when he, when he does reveal it, guess what happened? It splits the church. Because most people don't want to pay that price. Because they love this world system. They love the world. They don't want to consecrate themselves unto God. They love the TV and the movie studios and the lifestyle of the world. You come here and you preach like that, they tell you about the grace of God and bid you by. Don't tell them about this. And then when it comes on to warfare, just so you, we all can have an idea what we're getting ourselves into. Because the Lord has um, used Anna Mendes to win many great victories for the kingdom. And she has brought revival to many territories. So she understands what it actually takes. But my God, when you guys read the final quest. Right, you're going to go, my father, O heart in heaven. Really? This is what's actually happening to Christians? Yeah. High level warfare by Anna Mendes. High level warfare. That's why we, we don't necessarily, some folks might know why we don't pray more. It's not time. You have to get a group of people and prepare them for those levels of prayer. You, didn't do, you, don't, you don't go wanting to build a, construct a building like this and then just go down the road and say, okay, I'm going to pay you $300 per day, $300, come, let's go. You look for people that has the knowledge in the different areas, that has the commitment, the consistency. You're looking for people with these type of qualities. When God is going to do something in his body, in his church, it's the same thing. He's looking for a group of people to, pray, to play different roles. A group of people that are totally committed. A group of people that the devil can't just whisper in their ear every other day and then they are distracted because of selfishness. That's what it boils down, boils down to. If you're selfish, the Lord can't use you. That's why, you know, many things are going to be said against a, a, a guy like me, but I'm going to pick myself up tomorrow and minister to somebody else. To hell with what somebody wants to say. I, if there's somebody in the body of Christ that I can speak to and they need help and they will listen to my voice and then God is going to help them through me, I don't care what turmoil I'm going through. I'm helping them. That's my commitment to the Lord. I don't care who said what about me yesterday. Somebody need help today. I'm, that's why God placed us here. I don't have no time to get up all up in my own feelings. Oh! And be self-obsessed. Because people need help. Or else I could cry the moon. Oh! for all the things that are going on too, sometimes in my own life. I, I, go, I just, I go, you know what, Lord? You are God. You are mighty. You are strong. You can deal with that issue. So I'm not going to own it. I give the issues to the Lord and I move on down the road. I speak to the person that needs help. Be like a Timex watch, Timex watch like they say. Take a hit and keep on taking. Huh! Many distractions are going to come when you're in ministry. Many many of opportunities are going to come we're looking for a group of people that will like literally turn up here 
on um, Sunday and Wednesday and prayer meetings constantly, constantly, hey, in service to the Lord. I don't care if somebody had a million dollar deal for me tonight. Oh, bad news for them. I ain't taking that deal. I got something to do better than that. That's my, that's my, this is why God will take you and put you in the minister, ministerial capacity, you know. Because somebody will call you and tell you, write a book. Oh, because of the anointing. They say, good, not a chance. I got a life. What, write what book that the Holy Ghost didn't tell me to write. Come and preach to it. I don't take nothing until the Holy Ghost say go. Even when we go on vacation. Huh! We're, especially now, when we're building the foundation of the church, where are we going to go? And then leave the work. How are we going to get momentum? We don't, feel, we don't go based on feelings. We're beyond feelings. Huh! Oh, you know, I'm not really feeling well. I'm in bed. You're fired. The Holy Ghost fired people too, and I hope you know that. Guys, there, do, you think the, the, do you think if the Lord could find 7,000 huh, in those days of Elijah, and now we have billions of people on the earth, do you think the Lord is short of individuals? When the Lord called you guys, if he ever summon you into this church here, let me tell you, when he comes into your life and you want you pray at home, good for you. But let me tell you something. I do business with God. If God ever call a man here and he joke around, he's fired, including me. He's fired. I'm telling you that. You're done. Because when I go back to God, he has to send me somebody to replace you. So long as I'm standing in the place that he tells me to stand, and I don't move from that place too much. And if I move, the Lord shift me back. Hey! Replacement come quick. I don't care if you have to find, if the Lord have to send him from another country, they're coming. So when you get um, an opportunity to serve, that's why this is my response to God. Every day ready, every day committed. Huh! Amen? So tonight, guys, it's a prayer meeting. But I have to speak what the Holy Ghost put on me. We're going to ask God for the grace to pray fast and consecrate ourselves to him. Okay? We're asking God for the grace, the grace, the empowerment, the ability, which we don't have to do. Especially a guy like me. The minute I start fasting, I lose all of my weight. Pure bones. Huh! Pray for me tonight that God would give me grace huh! to fast. Hello? And pray. Prayer, guys. Huh! Prayer. Prayer. You know, that's what the Lord has been working on myself and Pastor Kim lately. Get up and pray. Huh! Stay up and pray. So since last night, We've been storming the heaven like, hey, ha, constantly, hey, in prayer. We want a few people here to commit to these disciplines. God is going to give the ones that are willing tonight the grace to do what we're going to speak about now. If you're genuine, oh, there's an ability, a supernatural ability. This is what I love about the kingdom. Oh, my father who art in heaven. This is what I love. About the kingdom of heaven. That everything that the Lord asks you to buy, He gives you the money. And I say, thank you, Lord, I can afford it. Everything that He asks you to do. When you get up and you feel tired, hey! And you don't want to go into prayer. The minute you get down to that place, the minute that you summon your physical body using this mind, hey! And get into that prayer closet, hey! The grace is triggered like a gun. Boom! Oh! But sometimes, 
We don't, we don't, we stay in bed. It's going to take discipline to birth a revival. No, we're able to talk to different individuals now on a different scale now. Huh! The, the Lord is saying, no is the time that we can start begin to, to pray. He has some folks' attention here. Many of the, the girls, where are the men? Huh! Later on, I'm going to give them a hard time when they begin to come. I said, didn't I meet you two years ago on the street? Lukewarm. Huh! We have some lazy men in the... In, in, in Levi. We have some lazy man in, men in the body of Christ. Lazy. Hey! I'm praying that the Lord do something bad to them to get them to come up in this church. Like, yeah. Give them some terrible encounters that scare the hell out of them. Take them to hell and let them stay down there 15 minutes. And see the gore down there. Huh! And see how quickly they will run to church. Cowards. I'm dead serious too. I'm praying that prayer tonight. That the Lord would send them, the men. Give them, open up hell to them and let them shake. Huh! In their bed at night. The disciplines that are needed. One, the discipline of prayer. The discipline of prayer. Isaiah 50 and verses 4. It says, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I might know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning. He awakens my ear to hear as the learned. There is something about morning prayers. There is something about, you know, and I have to get rid of this too. I got to um, fix this area of my life because... Sometimes I'm up so late, so the first thing I do in the morning is not necessarily go into prayer. But now, I'm changing that back again, as the Lord reminded me this today. And give me, gave me this word to speak. The first thing I'm going to do when I wake up in the mornings is go into prayer. There's something special about early morning prayers. There's something special. Everything that you deal with in the day that you're fighting, you and I are fighting in the day, is as a result of not speaking to Jesus Christ. The one that can see into all of your day in the morning we don't counsel with him and therefore we don't have what we don't have any grace 12 o'clock one o'clock when the battles begin to rage we don't have no grace so one of the disciplines that is necessary seek god every morning i know you have a um, job it doesn't have to be a one hour prayer if it if you have 10 15 minutes the lord it will bless you in that time that you spend with him amen Mark 1, 35. Oh, thank you for your word, O oh Lord. That is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. Mark 1, 35. Preaching in Galilee. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place. And there he prayed... And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. See that? Meaning that your phone is ringing. Hey! Okay? And we're thinking that it's more important to check who, who actually texted us overnight before communing with the Lord. And here the Lord's phone is ringing. Hey! All of Israel calling Jesus. Hey! And he's nowhere to be found. Ha! Oh! Praying. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. When they found him, they said to him, 
everyone is looking for you my father in heaven what how did he contain himself why was he not ex this is the equivalent of um the social media that everybody's checking in and the whatsapp for the lord this is the equivalent of everything that happened overnight that they wanted to update him on everyone is looking for you and look what he said I don't need to know what happened on social media last night but he said to them let us go into the next towns that I made that I may preach there also and then he go because of this purpose I have come forth oh my God in heaven a man that know is calling hey a man that know why he's on the earth not to keep up with every news that happened last night hey My father was compelling him. He went into prayer all night. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and casting out demons. Ha! You see your cast out demons? Hey! You do business with God. Forget about social media. Ha! Forget about everybody that is calling your phone and inviting you to every party. Ha! Every minute you're on the road. Verses 40. No, a leper came to him, imploring him. Listen, if he was in bed, this would not be happening. Ha! Now a leper came to him, imploring him, kneeling down to him, and saying to him, If you are willing, you can make me clean. Hey, you make people clean in prayer. Hey! Then Jesus moved with compassion. Hey! When you commune with God, he gives you compassion for the people that you're going to meet in the day. Hey! Then Jesus moved with compassion, stretched out his hand, and touched him, and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. Hey! Guess what now? The disciples, they forget about social media. Hey, la, 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 la. The man and woman that pray and stay with God. I am willing, be cleansed. Huh. As soon as he had spoken, immediately the leprosy left him and he was cleansed. And he strictly warned him and sent him away at once. We need to quiet down again. Huh. We got a little bit distracted in the body of Christ. We need to do the basic things. Men ought always to pray. Hey, not always check his phone. Huh. So, listen, I had to tell one guy the other day, huh, you're killing my anointing, man. You're texting me at 2 a.m., really? Huh. Good friend of mine, nice guy. But unless, I, I said to him, he's laughing. I said, unless the devil is sitting in, you, in front of you right now, not another demon, huh. Because by now, you're supposed to know how to deal with those demons. You've been taught well. Huh. Unless the devil, Satan, Lucifer himself, huh, is before you at 2 o'clock in the night, don't text me, guy. Hey! <laughs> Amen? Don't text me. Huh. Hallelujah. Consistent prayer. Hey! Consistent prayer. We want people that are anointed, you know. We don't want to try to convince people that we are anointed. Let God speak for me when I go. If I'm representing myself, when I speak to people, this is me trying to show off. Hey, if I carry the anointing, huh, then the anointing speak for me. That's what we want to do, business with God authentically. So when he go, the people see the anointing of God on our lives. Huh. Consistent prayer. Number two, weekly fasting. We want to start in this ministry. Let's start one day per week. Hey. One day fast per week. Let's say it's Monday, 
we can talk about this after. Leave my message alone. Let's say it's Monday. We can change it after. Hello? Monday, the whole church is going to fast. We are going to, over time, increase it. Hello? And increase it. Well, let's start one day fast. Consistent prayer. So prayer, first thing in the morning. Huh, go and seek the Lord. Consistent prayer. And then weekly fasting. Matthew 17. Thank you, Jesus. And verses uh, 14. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely. For he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear you? Bring him here to me. Huh! You see when you have the anointing on you, what do you say? You know what you can do. Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, not prescribe a drug. He rebuked the demon for all of the medical practitioners that are just taxing the people their money. And Jesus rebuked the demon and came out of him, and the child was cured from that very horror. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? You know, I love the disciples. They were so simple. They just asked the Lord, Oh, we did pray, but nothing happened. And that's kind of like, the, those are the conversations we will have with the Lord when we go in prayer. So Jesus said to them, Because of unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith, as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, this kind does not come out, go out except by prayer and fasting. Hey! So we are going to follow the root of obedience and start prayer and fasting. And the next one is praying in the Spirit. Hey! Praying in the Spirit. I learned this mainly, I learned to pray in the Spirit from North American preachers. Huh! But I learned the revelation of how to tarry in the Spirit for a long time from African preachers. Hey! Those men and women taught me to stay up late. Hey! Ba, 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 ba. Huh! Oh my God, I love them so much. They pray all night. Hey! The man walk in power. Hey! They are not suit and tie, mainly. Uh, you know, the ones that are anointed down there. Oh, my father. Hey! Father, send me down there one day. Just let one of them just on me. Hey! Huh! That I might, but the anointing might move the plane coming back. Huh! Fast through the skies. Hallelujah! Hey! Praying in the spirit, guys. Some of the benefits of praying in the Spirit. Our spirit become one with the Spirit of God. Hey, can you imagine that now? If your spirit is one with God, your spirit man is built over your body, built over your mind, and commanding your being. Hey, on the earth. Hey. Then revelation and understanding is going to come to you like constantly. Hey, constantly. Hey, everything that you need to know. Huh? Your spirit man is going... And taking it from the Holy Ghost. Hey, and bringing it to your mind. Hey, and you're walking that thing out in the natural. Hey, 
Praying in the Holy Ghost. We need to start praying in the Spirit and building our spirit, man. Ha! Praying in the Spirit. Ha! And then when you pray in the Spirit, ha! The power is released ha! into your mind ha! and touch your physical body. Hey! Man on absolute fire on the earth. Hey! Prayer. Fasting. Hey! Praying in the Holy Ghost. You know, number four. Ha! It forms the character of Christ in the soul. Ha! You know those things that we're actually dealing with? In the soul. That is antagonistic. Hey! The petty things that the devil is allowing them. We're allowing the devil to allow those things to be monsters in our mind. Hey! Praying in the Holy Ghost. My King and my God. Hey! Supernatural transformation. This is hard to do, you know, guys. Consistently praying in the Holy Ghost. We can pray in the Spirit one time for a couple of hours. Or maybe for a, a time frame. Huh. But by week three, by week three, week four, that discipline begins to go down. You have to know how to stir up yourself. Huh. You have to know how to trigger that back. Hey, know when you're getting weak and say, mm, I got to go back in the labor room. Huh. You have to have a place that turns you on in your house. Hey, the minute you go in that place, hey, don't do nothing else in there except praying. Huh. I don't matter. The smaller it is, the better. Huh. You don't want to be comfortable in there. That place is to constrict you. Hey, that's why I, that's why I started off in my closet huh. when I was living in Vaughan. Hey, because it's uncomfortable in there. Huh. It is not a place of rest. Hey. Make it difficult. Huh. Why do you think John the Baptist was in the wilderness? Huh. Kings, where Jesus said kings are. Huh. In quilted sheets. Huh. On double bed. Huh. The man was in an uncomfortable place. Huh. It was a privilege to get up. It was more comfortable on his feet than on his side. Hey. We don't want to be too comfortable. And then, number four. Meditating on the word of God. Hey, another one. Another discipline. The word of God. Psalms 1 and verses 2. Huh. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth fruit in its fruit. It's fruit in its season. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. The word of God. Hey! <clears throat> must constantly be in your eye gate. Massaging your mind. Hey! That you might meditate on that thing. Huh! And when you're meditating on the word of God. Hey! What is the, the Holy Ghost loves that. Huh! That's where he does his work. Huh. It's, his, it's his time huh, to bring revelation to you. Huh. When you meditate on the word of God. Huh. Disciplined. It takes a disciplined person to be anointed. In this distracting world that we live in. Huh, it takes a disciplined person. We're going to do it together. God is saying that there's a group of people here. Huh. How they looked yesterday doesn't really matter. God knows what he has planted. Even when I can't see it. Huh, the Spirit of God is saying, I have chosen them. Huh, they are coming up. They are rising. Including me. We are rising to the occasion. Meditate on the word of God. And then hold yourself accountable to these things. 
hold yourself accountable. Don't do them because it's convenient. But don't be too hard on yourself when you didn't do it for a period of time. Don't be too rigid on yourself. God is merciful. He will say, I know you missed today. And the Spirit will just rise you up again. Come and beat you back. So if you don't, if you fall off the horse, don't get depressed. He's not, he's not going to whip us for that. Just jump back on. And then make sure you don't <clears throat> abuse your body while you're doing this. Hello? So if you are, there things, this is life and things happen. If you come and you're not able to um, pray for an expended, extended period of time like you planned, then take the rest and make sure your body get the rest. And then take into consideration recreation, times of recreation. Do something that relaxes you. So you don't put yourself under a restricted thing. And then no, it becomes a religious thing. Right? So take the time. I don't know what you do. Play golf. Hang out. After church. You know, those type of stuff. And, th and then the next thing is preach the word of God. Take it to the street. So tonight, guys, if you want a, a more detail, we can maybe print some copies, write them up and print some copies that we might follow through on these. Right? We can do that. But why are we at, why, what are we recognizing? One thing tonight in our prayer. We're not able to do it. We don't have the motivation. We don't have the strength. We can't discipline ourselves. So what are we asking God? To give us the ability to do so. In our prayer tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me grace. Hi! And tomorrow morning, I noticed something, guys. Hmm, I have to confess this. You know, the Holy Spirit usually wakes me up every morning by tapping on my foot like this. No kidding. Every morning. But now that I'm preaching, I'm realizing that I'm not really getting that tap. But tomorrow morning, I'm getting it. I'm back on the horse. Yeah. Because I go to bed late sometimes. And then when I get the tap, huh, I said, that could not be God because he, he had me up late. <coughs> but it was really, really it was him. I repent now, oh my Lord, forgive me. Huh. I'm back on the horse. Amen.